I'm JC Allen of PewDiePie.com, and with me tonight is the man, the myth, the legend. He needs no introduction, but I'll give him one anyways. Scott Reynolds. And we're, da- we're gonna break down a little bit of uh, today's articles. We have John Ledyard put out his final full 32 round mock draft, and we had an excellent piece by Scott himself, giving an insider view of what the Bucks might be thinking. And you know, it's another prime time, the last prime time podcast here. Until before tomorrow night. Starts, before the real fun starts tomorrow night with yeah. another prime time podcast. Scott, how are we doing tonight? I'm doing great. Um, this is uh, this is the, the eve of the draft. And, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. This is year 27 for me. But I've been a draft Nick all the way back since I was a kid. I remember when when ESPN would have the draft on Saturdays and Sundays, right? That was that was like the two the two times. Then they took it prime time Thursday night and Friday night, but it used to be on the weekend. And I remember, gosh, I want to say it was sixteen, and uh, I had a girlfriend in high school, and the draft was on my birthday. My birthday is April twenty third. Some years it hits my birthday, some years it doesn't. And I remember JC. She came over and she asked me, she's like, what do you want to do for your birthday? And I'm like, I want to sit in the basement and watch, you know, 20 hours of draft coverage over the next two days. And she was not happy to hear that. She wanted to like hang out with me and celebrate my birthday. And I'm like, "Ah, I want to celebrate with Mel Kuyper, you know, on ESPN. So, so I, I love, I love the draft time. It's, it's awesome. When I first got my start at Buccaneer magazine, which was the, the first incarnation of Peter report, we used to be a magazine. Uh, I started my first full-time issue was the pre-draft issue back in 1996. And that's when I took over the editorial duties. And I, in my, in my first and only mock draft for the Buccaneers, I picked Reagan Upshaw to the Bucks and that was the pick. It gave me some instant credibility. Awesome. Yeah. And um, so that was really cool. The fact that I roomed with Mark Dominic, who was in the Buck Scouting Department, and he gave me a tip off that it would be Reagan Upshaw, that certainly helped things out. But I mean, that's my job as a reporter to find the inside scoop, right? right. So that was, uh, that's kind of where this whole thing started. Here we are now, fast forwarding to the year 2022. The Bucks picking 27th after so many years of Jason Light in this Buccaneer team, JC, picking in the top 10, some right. years in the top five or even the number one pick in 2015. They're living the life of a playoff slash Super Bowl contender and picking later in the draft. That makes our job more difficult <laughs> prognosticating who the Bucks might right. be picking. And um, But the one thing that, that I always think about, JC, is I think about – the college kids, right, who are on the cusp of being millionaires, on the cusp of having their their childhood dreams come true, right, by by entering the NFL and being a draft pick, and and also too, it's it's a life changing event. These guys, you know, they may go to school at at Alabama or Miami or Kansas State or wherever, and all of a sudden, tomorrow night for some of them, and then Friday and Saturday night for the others. <laughs> they're they're going to have a new city to live in, right? Someone they've never even been before. Ooh, That's right. Climate and weather they've never even been before. Exactly right. So it's a fun time. It really is. Yeah, I mean, I think 
a lot of us here, I, I know everyone at Peter Report, I'm sure you guys listening and watching have uh, have experiences with the draft, with especially maybe with significant others, not being so happy. I remember I used to be so dialed into it. I'd start with the offseason, kind of like our battle plans, and I'd yeah. do mock offseasons, and I'd find these groups, it was, uh, and, and we'd do live mock drafts, and we'd have like teams all uh, – each like representative and we'd had like free agency and restricted. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. I love this stuff. I love the off season. The regular season's the best, but there's off season yeah. so much stuff going on. And uh, it, it's, it's really so much fun. I have a little bit more experience waiting till the later rounds to, to do these mock draft stuff with the Pats. Ah, the Patriots. Yeah. Still very, it, it's been difficult, but I think, we feel confident here. We've narrowed it down to about five, maybe six guys yeah. that are really going to be on the Bucks radar and and potentially be available. So it's going to be interesting to see how the draft falls. I'm super excited. Can't wait to get into it. And we also have a mock draft that we're going to get into today live with you guys again, taking your feedback on the picks. But before we do that, we got our own mock draft to talk about here with John yeah. Legend putting out his final mock draft of the year and he had some interesting picks i'm not gonna lie quay walker in the top 20 of the draft and he yeah. had a guy going to the bucks that i think we've talked about quite a bit scott and you've yeah. highlighted in your article today as well yeah lewis seen from georgia we had him in the third version of peter reports mock draft as the bucks first round pick uh, we've had i think a different player in every single one and uh, and sometimes that happens other times like in um, in 2019, we had Devin White in four out of the five mock drafts for Pewter Report, the first two. And I, we switched it up just, just to give a different look. We went with Kentucky's Josh Allen, the pass rusher. Not you, JC. Not the, the quarterback for <laughs> yeah. the, the Buffalo Bills. But uh, but the guy that ended up with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And, um, and, and then we went back to Devin White for the last two because we felt so compelled that that he would be the guy at number five. And we had Jameis Winston in all five of our mock drafts in 2015. Not once did we think Marcus Mariota was the selection. So in this one, it's it's just been different because our job at Peter Report is to is to get the Buccaneer fans educated about these guys that could become Buccaneers. And and listen, the Bucs may love Lewis Seen. They may love Logan Hall. They may love Devontae Wyatt, but there's 26 other teams in front of the Buccaneers, JC, that can dash those plans in a heartbeat because this is probably going to be the most unpredictable first round, especially from, say, 15 on, that we've seen maybe ever. It is it is one of those drafts where where I, I think the, the beauty is in the eye of the beholder, and, and you're going to see... You're going to see a lot of criticism from some draft nicks and from some quote-unquote draft experts saying this was bad value. This is a second-round pick. Folks, listen, from 16 till about 60, it's all second-round picks. I mean, it's just right. that's just how it is. There's, there's so few guys that are really first-round caliber players. It just is not a, a quality top-end draft that has a lot of generational players, J.C., I, I don't know that, that there's any any one player in this draft that is an Aaron Donald, right? That is a generational type talent. There's no Patrick Mahomes here. I mean, th there's not even a consensus quarterback. Is it Malik Willis? Is it Kenny Pickett? Desmond Ritter? You know, that's it, crazy. And you got you got the three big pass rushers too. Four, if you want to include Jermaine Johnson in the three. Yep. 
three to four big tackles too. And, and even there, there's no consensus. I mean, everyone's right. has their favorite. A lot of people like Evan Neal. I'm more of an icky guy. I think if anyone in this draft has the ability to be that Hall of Fame type player, I think he's he's the guy that I've identified that could potentially grow into that. I think he's he's that yeah. talented. And it's, the- it's crazy. Yeah, you you're exactly right. Just to stop you there. There's no consensus left tackle, which is a franchise position. There's no consensus edge rusher. Is it Trayvon Walker? Is it is it uh, you know uh, Hutchinson? Is it is it Thibodeau? I, I mean, there, there's no consensus there. There's no consensus on the quarterback. There's no consensus on who the top wide receiver is. It, it's it's nuts. There's probably a consensus that maybe Brees Hall is the top running back. There's probably not going to be a running back drafted in the first round. I don't know. It's been crazy. The Buffalo Bills taking them in the first round. Yeah. That's the crazy part is, and you mentioned the unpredictability of this draft because we've been we've been identifying these guys, a Lewis Cena, Devontae, a Wyatt, Zion Johnson, Traylon Burks, and even Logan Hall as our, you know, kind of big five, right, that we think right. they're interested in. All those guys could be gone. I've seen Lewis Seen go, go to the Eagles uh, at their pick at 18. I've seen Wyatt off the board in the early teens. I've seen Johnson gone and, and Burks gone in, the, in yeah. the early 20s. So I've even seen Logan Hall go early to a team like Arizona. So, right. I mean, there's just so much fluidity to this draft and these rankings. It's you know, last it's funny because last year we were dealing with a COVID season and yeah. there was so much uncertainty then with guys, you know, miss, you know, coming out after sitting out the season. Yeah. And I feel like there was more certainty in that draft class with the uncertainty than there is in this draft class. And I think it's yeah. exactly what you were, what you were saying too, is a lack of top tier talent in this draft and right. signature talent in this draft is what's making everyone kind of like, well, I mean, this guy's comparable to this guy. Yeah. And does this guy fit better in our scheme? Because we're not we're not just going to draft him because it's generational, and we want to get this guy. We'll look at this guy who might be a little projected a little bit lower, but fits our system better. And it's, right. it's super. It, it's it's going to be a wild night, and the trades too. I'm expecting a bunch yes. of trades happening too with six teams with two first round picks is unprecedented in, a, right. in the draft, and it's it's going to be interesting to see the movement. It's going to be interesting where these quarterbacks go and how even the top 10 plays out. Yeah. I, I, I can't wait. I'm, I'm pumped. Gabriel wants to know, Scott, is this live mock draft going to be Peter Report's final mock draft? Well, yes, it will be our final live mock draft. I've never participated in one of these, <laughs> so I'm a complete newbie at this. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, JC is going to walk me through it live here. I, I don't have any idea how these things play out. So <laughs> yeah, We'll probably... We'll pr- try to bump out at least two of them. We've got plenty of time yeah. here. We'll try yeah. to get through two of them. Maybe one will do a little bit more realistic. The other one, maybe we'll throw right. some trades in there. I've got a crazy idea for one of them. That okay. We All right. Get to it as well. I, I will be your willing assistant um, <laughs> in this endeavor. But but the reality of it is, is you know, we believe, and, and uh, JC alluded to, there's probably five players that the Buccaneers, um, you know, could, would take in the first round. And I think Lewis Senior from Georgia is one of those that was in John's mock draft today. The other one's Logan Hall from Houston, the pass rusher, the interior pass rusher. Uh, Devontae Wyatt is is a guy that that because the team has shown interest, because there is a need, we've included him. I think this team would pick Hall or Seen over Wyatt at number 27. I know Wyatt's been talked up a lot. Buccaneer fans have gotten used to seeing his name, JC, at number 27. Georgia national championship. Uh, Yeah. And listen, I watched every single Georgia game live last year, 
every single one. My wife, Ashley, is a Georgia fan, right? I love watching Georgia football. It's fun, especially this, this past year. It's been all about defense. I love it. I'm telling you, Devontae Wyatt was the second-best defensive tackle on the team. Jalen Carter, number 88, the sophomore, was better. And there were six other Bulldog players that had more sacks than Devontae Wyatt. So if you're looking for that first-round, impactful defensive tackle pass rusher, Devontae Wyatt is not the guy. He had five career sacks in four seasons at Georgia, but, but, two but, and a half this but, year. He led the team in pressures, though. He led the team in pressures. Okay. I mean, uh, a, a pressure a pressure what, means that you didn't get the sack. Now, exactly. I, and what was one of the biggest complaints last season about this Bucks team, about a guy, rookie Joe Tryon, or about even Shaq Barron in some instances? We got all the pressures. Yeah. Couldn't finish. They didn't there was seal the deal. 10 to 19 JC, I, left on the field. And why I hate to bring up a sore guy. subject, okay? And Dominican Sue got a pressure on Matthew Stafford on a very important uh, pass play for the Rams, right? That was the, the shot down the field to Cooper Cup um, when he was facing a blitz. And, and Dominican Sue registered a pressure, okay? Not all pressures are created equal. Sometimes a pressure can lead to an interception. That's a good pressure, right? But sometimes the way these pressures are, are classified without context uh, at the end of the day, a pressure means you did not get to the quarterback. Could it mean you affected the passer, forced an incompletion on third down, and that led to a punt? Yes. Could it mean that you forced uh, a bad pass that gets picked off and returned for a touchdown? Yes. But sometimes, and we saw it an awful lot, go back to week one, watch the tape. Watch how many times Dak Prescott from Dallas was pressured and still completed about 70% of his passes. Right. So just because you get a pressure, in my opinion, if, if you were to say, would you rather have a pressure or a sack? I'm taking the sack every time because the sack could be on third down that leads to a punt. The sack could be a strip sack that leads to a takeaway. Right. So pressures are great. Sacks are better. Right. Exactly. And, you know, pressures are, are <laughs> for lack of a better word, non-finishers, right? I mean, what do you want? Pressures or you want finishers? That's and right. Logan Hall in his, in his final season had six and a half sacks, which was a sack and a half more than Devontae Wyatt had in five years playing with that team. And I know a lot of people like to be like, okay, well, that Georgia team was stacked. There were so many different playmakers. That's even more of a reason why you should have been able That's to get right. more, especially <laughs> playing next to a guy like Jordan Davis. Eating up right. Double so and play next I, to Trayvon Walker and having yeah. some blitzers behind Jaylen you Carter, and, too, and like, Quay Walker and Nicobe Dean, right? And Channing Tindall. I mean, yeah, yeah I, it, he should have been more productive, right? And like, I get all the athleticism, but sometimes the athleticism does not translate. And sometimes production too doesn't translate, right? right. I mean, you can, you can have both even. Mike Mamula had over 30 sacks at Boston College, oh, tested out of the gym, you know, it before the, the pro day, and that's what led to the Eagles picking him rather than Warren Sapp. Warren Sapp, you know, yellow jacket, uh, gold jacket, Hall of Famer, and Mike Mamula, one of the, the worst busts of all time in draft history. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it, it's going to be really interesting. I've cooled a little bit on Wyatt a little bit. I, I've always been high on Logan Hall. Um, I don't think he makes it out of the first round. I, I've been thinking yeah. maybe the Bucks can trade back into the early 30s and, and still get him, but I, I just look at at what I've seen, looking at what I've read, and also, you know, 
you know, everyone's an expert, right? They've come out with their mocks right. and NFL draft NFL network. You've got D'Angelo Hall saying Logan Hall's flashes of Aaron Donald and JJ Watt. I don't, I don't see, see that. that. I don't see <laughs> no. that. But I mean, it's just it now it comes to time where these prospects get talked up and these agents and these media pe- and, and some people in the media right. are starting to hear things trickle out and it starts to shift your board a little bit. And yeah. I think we're at the point where like a Peyton Turner last year, his teammate from Houston right. when it went at 27, I think now I think, I think we're getting to that level with Logan Hall. Because you know what? Detail- when I watched Logan Hall and I wrote about this in the, the insider article today, I, I see Will Golston, right? He's six foot six. Will is six foot six. They both were number 92, right? They both have that kind of a long, lanky, muscular frame. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and so some people might say, oh, Will Golston, why, why are you drafting the Will Golston? Okay, well, Will Golston's been a starter for the past eight years. He's heading, in, he's heading into year nine as a starter. And I think Logan Hall has a greater upside as a pass rusher than Will Golston. Will Golston had four and a half sacks last year, career high. He had a, had a really good year. And he's 30 years old. He'll be 31 later this year. If, if you were to, to tell me that whoever the Buccaneers draft, that you're going to be drafting a nine-year starter with a 27th overall pick, I'm taking it. I don't care what position it's at because <laughs> that is an absolute hit. Right. right. And in the first round, statistics show that regardless of the team, of where you're picking, what position you're picking, whatever, it's a 50-50 proposition. So yeah. if Logan Hall can be a better version of Will Golston at number 27, which is really essentially a second-round type pick in terms of value, especially this year, Late I'm taking it. Yeah. Yeah, Late second round of this year. And Will Golston is – I don't think a lot of fans give him enough credit. He's the quintessential lunch pail guy. You know, he comes in, he does his work. He's great against the run. He's improved his pass rush uh, every single year. And like you said, he's been a long-term starter. If you can get a guy like Will Golson, I think, as you said, more yeah. upside, more versatility. Yeah, than Will this Golson. is a better it's a, version seven, of, it's a slam of Will Golson. Yes, exactly. You yeah. know? But, I mean, I know people want flash. People want the, the right. sacks. But, I mean, think of what Will Golson allows the other guys to do. It allows that, JPP exactly allows right. to do. And people don't want to play that. You need those yeah. type of players on your team. And at 27, guys – the the first round hit rate is 50-50. So if you get That's a Will right. Golston guy instead of a bust, and again, look at the draft at 27. We're not talking about really high impact players. These players are second round grades. The only person yeah. who could be there that has a first round grade for me, and I don't think he'll be there, is going to be Zion Johnson. And I don't think he's right. going to be there. And a lot of you, including myself, <laughs> has stated, even though I took him today in, in a in a uh, as in a live mock draft, I was repping the box. I did take Zion Johnson at twenty seven today. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's the only guy I have there with a first round grade. Otherwise, you're getting a guy with a second round grade at, right. at that point. And if you can get a starter like that, I'm all for it. Yeah, Corey Hall's got a good point here. Golston is a starter. It's base twelve personnel, right? And you're right. That's the thing. Will Golston comes off the field in nickel pass rush situations. They will have Indomica Sue and 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 Vita Vea out there because they can push the guys and let the edge rushers come and, and then the, the blitzers, you know, if it's Devin White or or um Levante David, hit the A gap, hit the B gap, et cetera. That's the thing with, with Logan Hall, is he will stay on the field in nickel pass rush. Yeah, exactly. He, he will move from from a four-eye, five-eye defensive end in this three, four 
uh, which which will help Shaq Barrett, which will help JTS get to the quarterback on first and second downs. Healthy yeah. as well. Then right. he stays in. Then he stays inside, and maybe it's it's Logan Hall rushing next to Vita Vea with JTS and Shaq Barrett on third downs. That's the value. That's, That's where where Logan Hall comes in as a first rounder to add that interior pass rush because he is and will be a better pass rusher than Will Golston. Exactly. And that's the speed that you've been talking about, right? Yep. You know, Sue is great in that role. No, take nothing away from him. Right. But if you can get someone with speed right next to Vita Vera, who's got his own speed and is going to take up demand two blockers. I mean, that's exactly what you want. I, I, I get it. People, you know, <laughs> the draft projections are so weird because everyone's been doing these mocks for so long. And then, you know, he had a 74, you know, third round grade on him. And now he's up into the 30, 40s. And now we're talking about his first round pick. And people are like, oh, that's a reach. That's a reach. But you got to consider what's there, what's going to be available. And I think Logan Hall would be a great pick there. You know what he's going to do? He's going to energize this defense yeah. with speed, just the way, like the way Celsius energizes you. It's because uh, right. Celsius empowers active lives every day with essential functional energy. There's no crash. No sugar. Look at those flavors we got up there. New flavors, new graphic. Scott They're vibing, man. You get the peach vibe from last year. You've got the tropical vibe, and you get the brand new Arctic vibe. I had an Arctic vibe this morning at around 530. JC, I'm just telling you, um, tomorrow tomorrow's going to be a two Celsius day. It just <laughs> is. And I, and I, I think I'm going to be, be vibing with both of these, the Arctic vibe and the tropical vibe. What are you hitting today, JC? Uh, it's late at night, and I'm going with the heat. I don't know what I'm thinking, but I've got some articles to get done and some and some scouting reports to get done, and I've been, had a very busy day today as it was. So yeah. the heat with the extra 100 milligrams in there is going to keep me going for quite some time. Well, and I'll tell you, too, it's not just the heat. It's not just the vibe flavors Celsius. They're just adding a, a slew of new flavors. The, one of the newest ones is the strawberry lemonade, which my daughter Jillian loves. My I think favorite. you like it too. I mean, you can see all these flavors, right? We're talking sparkling watermelon. Orange is my favorite. Uh, you've got the, the mango peach green tea option as well. Wild berry, the kiwi, guava i mean there's just so many flavors to choose from grape and even if you don't like fruity flavors cola if you like the taste of a cola drink but you want some energy without the sugar and without the sugar crash that comes with it jc get a cola tasting flavor of celsius and and it will absolutely blow your mind it tastes like your favorite cola but the great thing is no sugar no preservatives you have all the energy without the crash Folks, once you find the flavor of Celsius that you like, and you can go to Celsius.com, click on the store locator. You can go to pewterreport.com, click on the Celsius banners, find out where the, they sell Celsius near you. There's plenty of places around our neck of the woods here, JC, that, that sell them. And and once, once you've tasted some of the flavors and you've narrowed it down, go to Amazon, buy them in bulk, get the subscribe and save. And they'll ship them right to your door. That way you'll never run out of Celsius. Exactly. And it's it's so great too, because you can do the variety pack too. Yeah. If you, you know, if you want to change up your flavors or try new flavors, the variety pack's great for that as well. Uh it, I'm, it's, I'm just telling you, tomorrow yeah. and Friday and probably Saturday, it's gonna be a, a, a two Celsius day for me just to keep me 
wired and going. And, and not not that Celsius doesn't work, but folks, listen, if you take one at 530, right, it's not going to power you till midnight, <laughs> you know, later in the day. Like you're going to need to, and that's okay. All right. I mean, there are certain days where I need it. I'm just letting you know with our draft coverage coming up, wire to wire, uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, folks. Um, we're going to have it here on the Pewter Report Draft Show. It's going to be right here on Pewter Report TV. So make sure that you stay tuned to our primetime schedule tomorrow night, April 28th. We're going to be having our draft show. It's going to be live from the Advent Health Training Center at uh, at the team's headquarters. And it's going to be at 7 p.m. Eastern time. The draft starts at 8. We'll be on at 7. This is presented by Beef for Brady's. Good food, good sports. And you can find it right here on Pewter Report TV. Make sure that you hit the subscribe button. Make sure you like the, the podcast that we do that helps our algorithm, helps us attract more and new Buccaneer fans to our content. And we're not done, JC, tomorrow night. No. It's Friday night. We're back at it with day two, April 29th at 6 p.m. Now, the great thing is this show, which starts an hour before the draft, the draft will be at 7 p.m. on Friday. Uh, we're going to have all of the latest scoop from the Advent Health Training Center from One Buccaneer Place, where we will have wrapped up the press conference with the team's first-round pick. So we'll have all that insight for you, plus we'll have reaction to what Todd Bowles and Jason Light have said. And then we finish things off with the third day of the draft show, and that's on Saturday, April 30th at 11 a.m. The draft starts at noon. We'll be going live, getting you set for a, the day three final uh, episode of the draft show at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Again, presented by Beef O'Brady's Good Food, Good Sports. Make sure that when you're talking about uh, your draft watch parties, that you uh, either go to Beef O'Brady's to watch the draft or you get some catering from Beef O'Brady's or just simply call them up and get some to-go items, uh, some dinner options or maybe some lunch options on, on Saturday from Beef O'Brady's. Make sure you visit beefobrady's.com. Absolutely. They have the best food. Like I said, I judge a place on three things. So one of the first places I went to when I moved down here, burger, wings, beer selection. They yeah. have it all. And TV is everything. Me, for so. me, it's beer first. <laughs> they so. have a lot of beer, and I'm, I'm all about the beer. So, yeah, exactly. and, the, and the, the burgers and wings are really good, too. They are. But <laughs> for me, it's beer. So. <laughs> well, that said, let's get into this. Um, we've, we're going to jump into this seven-round mock here. Let me just share my screen. Okay. Um, We've got three days of coverage coming up. And then shortly after that, starting May 13th through the 15th, we're going to have three days of mini rookie mini camp. So that should be exciting too, to right. see how these players. Um, should we hit this button there? Well, what uh -oh. happened there? Hello. Hey, how are you? Okay. You, are you doing the, the share, share the screen? Uh, it should be sharing right now. Okay. I see okay. it right there. Yes. Get the two. Oh. Technical difficulties, guys. There we, we go. go. We've got it. <laughs> All right. We've done this before. Um, so uh, we're on the clock here. I set the speed to a little bit more than medium just in case we want to do make a trade okay. up in any in any situation. Um, we're going to start the draft right now. It will okay. come down to 27 if we want to make any trade offers. We'll get that. Remember, right. guys, we need you to be vocal in the chat, too. That way we can all come to a consensus on a pick for the most part. But with that being said, let's start this draft okay
All right, here up the board, uh, Kyle Hamilton, Kayvon Thibodeau last till nine. Tyler Lindenbaum went early. Let's see. We're nine picks away. Let's see who's going to come up and be on the board for us. Sky Moore early in the first round. That's interesting. Ebiketti, wow. Ebiketti, Zion Johnson right in front of us. Jermaine Johnson falls at 24. That's interesting. I don't think that will happen in real life, but yeah. uh, we'll, you know, you never know. This is a right. very unpredictable draft. So yep. we have Lewis seen there who um, listen, folks, when I was doing my, my prep on him and part of my draft prep is I watch interviews. I watch how these guys carry themselves vocally uh, in, in interviews. And I watched his combine interview. I watched his pro day interview. I watched some interviews after he lost to Alabama in the SEC championship game after he beat Alabama in the national championship. And Lewis seen is Todd Bowles jr. He just is. <laughs> they got a very low grade on Traylon on Traylon Burks. His wow. ADP is twenty nine, but Traylon Burks is there as well. Yeah. Uh, looks like um, Kair Elam is another guy who's there. George Pickens has been climbing up the rankings pretty quickly. Um, I, I still see that like Burke. <laughs> yeah, I like Traylon Burks a lot more. David Ojabo. We got a question from Gabriel about yep. David. Let's Ojabba. talk about David Ojabo real quick. What so, do you think? Um, I think if Tom Brady was not back this year and the Super Bowl window was open, that maybe they would consider Ojabo at 27. The Buccaneers believe that he is a top 10 slash top 15 talent. And you got to keep in mind, John Spytek, right, went to Michigan. Tom Brady went to Michigan, right? There are some people that will be rooting for another Wolverine over at one Buccaneer place. We've seen Cam Akers return from an Achilles injury. Is that an outlier with how fast he returned? It probably is. We've also seen here, JC in Tampa, OJ Howard not return to full speed, full strength from an Achilles injury, even in the, the, his return year. So it's not like this is going to be a slam dunk where he's going to come back later this year and contribute. He might even be at his entire rookie season. I, I I think that I wouldn't be surprised if they took Ojabo just because of how highly they regard him. You can never have enough good outside edge rushers. But JC, I think it's a tough sell this year, given the fact that you have a Super Bowl window open. It's yeah. one thing to draft a, a quarterback in the second round last year and have it be a redshirt season in the first round. JC, they had Joe Tryon showing out there getting four sacks, rushing from the interior, helping the defense out. And I just don't know. I, I think that Lewis Seen is the pick. I think I think Todd Bowles Jr. What, is Logan Hall even around? Did he get Logan selected? Hall's around? Traylon Burks is around. I think those three guys. We can also see what's available for the trade. Seattle wants to trade back to 40. Let's see what we could get in a trade back. Um I th- we could probably get 70 we could get 72 in a deal um if we wanted to move back probably nothing more than that but if we want to move down to 40 that's about uh, these are all going to be later 43 and everything yeah. so unless 13 picks that's it's a lot of of moving back now he's talking 43 yeah i mean that's that's a I was seeing if the dream scenario, right, with the yeah. offer second round picks. So, I mean, we can pick up an extra uh, uh, early third and drop back to forty. It, it's, if we're going to do a couple of these, let's do the first one be 
picking at 27. Then we'll get into some fantasy football after that. How about that? All right, perfect. Is it? Do we go with Scene or do we go with Traylon Burks here? Let's see. Burks has got to be the pick. Burks over Scene. Um, looks like Burks. Uh, looks like the board wants okay. Burks. Let's go with let's let's go with Traylon Burks here. I think that's a tremendous value at 27. Well, hold on. We, we have Walker saying Burks multiple times. So <laughs> uh, Burks has uh, got to be picked. Charlie Abrams. Okay. Uh, uh, supply and demand. Burks is Debo though. Okay. Uh, is is the final PR mock? Hall was the pick. Now Hall and Scene on the board, and you say Scene was the. Um, I'd say Scene. All right, so we need a couple more replies here. We're oh, we took Burks. We took Burks. Okay, that's fine. So in this one, we'll take Burks, and I'm I'm very happy because I wanted Jason Light to trade up to get Burks. Names. He hunts boars with a knife. So with a knife. Yeah, that's crazy. I still can't. I still can't get over that. Yeah. All right. Let's see what's on the board here. We do not trade up. We have Burks. Ja Jaquan Brisker being there at 60 right? is very interesting. Yep. Um, Nick Cross, another safety that's that's very versatile. Mm -hmm. Cambridge Taylor is also there. Logan Hall went right before our pick. Oh, um, he did. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And it looks like where did Boy, he went. Trey McBride also went around 45. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, 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 guys, I don't know about you, but. I think Brisker would be a heck of a pick here. I don't think he. I don't think he lasts this long, to be honest with you. I agree. But I think that would be a heck of a pick. I'm also down a little bit more. Let's just see who's there. Dylan Parham. Maybe we got a guard. Um, Kirby Joseph. I'm not high on Kirby Joseph. I'm not either. I just sound yeah. like I just sound like Kermit the Frog there. I'm not high. But um, <laughs> I'm not high in Kirby Joseph. <laughs> yeah. But they did bring him in, and safety's coach Nick Rapone ran his workout at, at his yeah. pro day. So, you know, you, you, the thing about drafting a free safety, guys, here is I think if they draft a free safety, now you're pushing Antoine Winfield Jr. into more of a strong safety role. Which is not maybe a bad idea. But I hate it because yeah. he's, he's already a pro bowl as a free safety. Yeah. And I know it's he's got the ability and body type to well, there's play. There's Perrion Winfrey, who is – he's – uh, you know, he – Buccaneer fans love him for some reason. I don't. I don't think the team does either. But, but um, you know, he got two sacks at the Senior Bowl. Okay, well, he only had like four at Oklahoma. So yeah, I'm, um, I'm super high on him. There's your guy, there. Cole Strange. Um, Cole Strange. So I mean, let's let's put it up to the chat. I think I think Brisker is probably the best player available. I would think time. so too. Chat. What do you guys think? We got Brisker. We've got. Parham, we've got Cole Strange, we, we've got I'll throw Perry on Winfrey there as well. Majority rules and ready go. Let's oh, check the trades. Right. Let's check the trades. Let's see what so happens. We can trade back to sixty-four. A brisker will definitely be off the board if we trade back. Yeah, right. Um, that's for sure. Let's see what we can get if we do. Let's entertain it. Um, not going to get ninety-six. Maybe 115 if we include our seven. That's a possibility if we include our seven. Throw another seventh rounder in there too for them. Not 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 from the Bucks, but try to get 116. And I mean, we'll move up. We'll move up almost 30 spots in the seventh yeah. round. It looks like a lot of people are saying Brisker, 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 cornerback, trade back, trade back, Brisker or trade. Well, what do you guys think? Do you want to pick up that? 
116 in a trade. Brisker does play in the box. He is he is a he's a strong safety type. He's he's a big hitter. Um, I, I don't think he's got the range that that scene has, doesn't have the speed, but I'm fine taking Brisker, you know. Walker is not available, I don't think. Yeah. I didn't see and McBride's Walker. gone as well. McBride's I think we, we stick and we stick and take uh, Brisker. Yeah, we could do. Uh, you know, Gabriel makes a good point. I say make it realistic and trade back. I don't think Brisker would be there um, at this point, but I don't know if Traylon Burks would be there well, either. But the thing is, if we're getting sixty-four, that's you're only hoping that he falls a couple spots, which could happen. It right? could, but like unlikely. I think they're probably moving up for Brisker right now. Denver. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Let's, let's, let's try and this, see. Let's offer this trade and let's see what happens. Yep. Let's do it. They accepted it. Let's resume the draft. Let's, let's see what we got. And they were, they were, they went for, they went for Brisker right there. Okay. Uh, so he's off the board now. I don't want to go crazy with the trade backs. Um, so we'll stick and make the pick here. We got Nick cross available. Cam Taylor. Britt is available. Um, you know, we did add 116, which is a super valuable pick right. because we can address multiple positions now. A tight end, I think if we want to go tight end, I think those guys will all be there. Um, all right, so th- let's let's change this up a little bit now. You've got Dylan Parham, you've got Cole Strange, right? I mean, I, I've kind of been a, against drafting Zion Johnson in the first round, but I'm not anti guard altogether because Aaron Stinney only signed a one year deal, right? And and right. uh, he may or may not be here next year, right? So that's that's the thing. So um, you can never have enough good offensive linemen. There's plenty of running backs to choose from there. Spiller. They have a low round grade on him, but I yeah, we can I, probably wait a little bit on this mock draft and grab Spiller later. So right. I don't know. I'm I'm almost thinking the value might be in the offensive line right now. What do you think, JC? I think Dylan Parham is a really good player. I think Cole Strange, yeah. both of them fit exactly what this team does at that position. Yeah. Let's just check corner as well. I know this yeah. fan base is hungry say, for Todd, Todd Bowles is going to have a fit, man. He is, he's going <laughs> to sit through two offensive players drafted right off the bat when, uh, you when know, this team needs and wants defense. So I'm seeing a lot of Cam here. I think you sold a lot of okay. people on Cam. Taylor Britt, Taylor Britt. Cook and Cross is good. Um, see cornerback Cam. Let's take Cam Taylor Britt here, guys. All right, let's do it. Todd Bowles is a happy man now. <laughs> I love your impersonation of him. Uh, because I think we've got some safety prospects that you highlighted in, in your primer. And mm-hmm. a guy like Smoke Monday and Dane yeah. Belton, who could be available at right. a later pick. Um, and we're coming up on the clock right here now. Yeah. We've just whiffed on defensive line. That's all. That's the, and Cole I mean, Strange is still there. We have Cole two is still there. So, I mean, we could look at tight end yeah. here. We could look at running back here. I like uh, D'Angelo Malone, too, the, the edge rusher. I think that he has some, some spring. I mean, super productive at Western Kentucky. Um, right. Let's see. Um, James Cook is there. It's interesting. So let's look at tight ends. Let's look at running backs. Tight ends, we've got Jelani Ooh, Woods. Jelani Woods, uh, that might be the pick, man. That might be the pick right there. That Kate might be the Auten, pick. All, both, all three tight ends are there. Yep. I do really like Jelani Woods a lot. Check out defensive running. line. Let's see what we got there. 
yeah, let, we should check that. I think Matthew yeah. Butler is probably going to be our best bet, but we'll definitely check that out here. D-line Matthew Butler, yeah. Still there, yep. Curtis he's Brooks, a, he's a bit of a sleeper too from um, from Cincinnati. He had nine sacks, actually led uh, Cincinnati in sacks last year. It wasn't my Jay Sanders like people think. It was actually Curtis Brooks. So let's – We also have pick 116 available to us too, remember. Right. Yep. Um, so we've got three picks in the next couple of rounds. We could also yep. look for a trade back from here if we wanted to. Uh, we'd be moving to 95 and pick up uh, one of these picks in the fifth round potentially. I so said I don't want to get too trade happy, but yeah, we can we can move back four spots and and we can pick up a fifth round pick to kind of yeah. Bridge I say we gap. do that because I think Jelani Woods would be the the pick right here. And let's see who is remains here. Danny Gray, Cole Strange, and D'Angelo Malone both off the board, okay. but we we still do have Jelani Woods here. I yeah. think I, I think you go Jelani there. Woods. Tight end, tight end. I see a lot of tight ends. Um, let's go Jelani Woods. Screw it. Yep. Let's go Jelani let's Woods here. So our draft board right now is looking like Traylon Burks, Cam Taylor-Britt, Jelani Woods. We're back on the board at 116. Um, and this is a position where I think we look towards a defensive line. Yeah, Matthew oh, Butler's still Butler's there. Still that would be there. I think we need to give uh we need to give he is still there. Matthew okay. Butler is still there. Let's take a look real quick too at running back. I think because our guard most of our guards are gone. Yeah. We're gonna roll with the guys we have. Uh, you know, I don't mind taking a look at Lasita Smith, the Thayer Munford, or Justin Schaefer, but they mm -hmm. can be Bucks fits, you know, at one thirty three or at one seventy four. Um, let's look at running back Rashad White, Pierre Strong, Algier, Robinson Spiller. So guys that they've yeah, looked still at. Plenty of guys. Yeah. Still plenty of guys there. Yep. I think you Matthew, Matthew Butler is the pick here. Defensive tackle. The one other I want to look at is okay. So Dane Belton is also mm -hmm. available. His ADP, his rank is 112, but his yep. ADP in this is 160. It'd be playing. This is the point where we're going to get one of these guys potentially or maybe miss out on one of them. And grabbing a cornerback, I think probably defensive line is a little bit more of a need. Yeah. But what do you what do you guys think? I, I think Matthew Butler is a pretty good pick here. Chat, what do you guys think here? Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, Spiller, taking <laughs> Spiller's life feels like cheating. I think running back is probably the next pick. But I think right now – you get the defensive lineman here because it's good. It's going to fall off a cliff. So getting right. Matthew Butler, I think would be the, the good pick. Yeah. All right. Let's go with Matthew Butler, Tennessee. There's a lot to like about him. And as we were yeah. discussing in the group chat the other day, I think a lot of his, and there goes Dane Belton. Um, I think a lot of his deficiencies in his game um, is from lack of good coaching. So right. um, I, I Spiller think and white just went too. Right. Which Both stinks. of those guys finally go go off the board. Um, yeah. Matt, I love Matt. Well, let's go. Um, but we don't. Terrell, to Terrell Bernard's a good running back or a good uh, linebacker. Um, I like strong. Not, not a not a great running back, but so Tyler Alligier is still there. Yeah, Kyron Williams. So I know Josh loves. I'm not so high on Kyron Williams. I'm not either. Uh, they brought in Pierre Strong for a virtual visit. Uh, let's look uh, on the second, not punt God time. 
Let's look in the secondary at safety this time. Yeah. I, I think we can. I mean, they still have Smoke Monday. Yeah. Going later, I think we might 175 might be a good target for him. I also like Marquise Bell out of Florida A and M. Yeah. And they don't even have the guy that I like late here, D'Anthony. Um, uh, blanking on his name, uh, safety out of Southwestern. I think it would be a really good fit. Mm-hmm. For them as well uh but I, yeah i think let's let's go running back here you guys yep. want to go running back here should we go tyler alliger what do you guys think should we go running back here with this pick we've kind of addressed we here strong we have robinson I, i'm telling you tyler Algier is a fantastic running back we've got cornerback We've got tight end. We've got. I'm naming my son Smoke Monday <laughs> if we draft him. Right. Phenomenal. Great. JC, what are you booing me for, Long Lost Glazer? Um, BYU. Yeah, let's go. Let's go with Ali he, he, You know, I was a big guy who who wanted to bring in James Conner here. Right. Um, this, and this I, is James Conner 2.0 right here. Yeah. Brian Rock. We're getting yeah. lots of different things. We got Ali Bell, Pierre Strong, Brian Robinson, Pierre, right. Smoke Monday. Yeah, I, I'll tell you what. I, I think the pick is we're going to go with Algier. And you know what, JC? The thing about Algier is he probably would love to go to Beef for Brady's and eat like four burgers. Don't you agree? I you would. want beefy? Nobody out beefs beefs. Try the O'Brady Burger. Made with premium Angus, perfectly seasoned and topped with melted provolone. It's an all-star, just like that other Brady in town. And if you're tailgating, you might want to pile on Beef's award-winning wings, too. Traditional or boneless in whatever sauce or dry rub you crave. Dine-in, to-go, or even catering. Play it your way. See you at Beef's. Beef with Brady's, folks, it's where you got to go for juicy mouthwater and burgers like that. Wings, nachos, beer, they've got all of your favorites. And they've got 45 Tampa Bay area locations. Find the nearest one closest to you by going to beefwithbrady's.com. You can also order uh, for your draft party, right? You can get catering for your big party if you only have just a couple people over. Or even just yourself, you can get the to-go order and uh, pick it up and have Beef or Brady's wings and burgers in your own house or just go to Beef or Brady's and watch the draft. I mean, that's the cool thing about Beef or Brady's with those 45 locations. There's a neighborhood Beef or Brady's near you. Beef or Brady's, the proud sponsor of the Pewter Report Draft Show starting tomorrow night at, uh, what time is it starting tomorrow, JC? 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock. Our draft show sponsored by Beef or Brady's. Okay, heading back to heading back to our draft here. Take Tyler Alger here. Someone looked at okay. Edge. They didn't really. I looked at Edge real quick briefly during them, and they didn't have anybody there. Um, okay. They they had deep guys who I think are more defensive linemen. Uzoma from Iowa, and also um, Zachary Card from Florida. Both of those guys project more as defensive linemen, in my opinion, rather than full fledged edge rushers or or tweeners, I should say. Yeah. So we're coming up on the clock here. Um, just in a couple seconds. Uh, I think we know who our target is going to be um, if he's available. So let's just smoke go Monday. and see if smoke is still available. Who want the smoke? There Apparently the Bucks do. So, you know who wants him? 
Let's take him. Everybody wants Punk God, but I don't think they're going to draft Punk God, guys. Yeah. I really don't. Carlton Davis wants Smoke Monday. You know who else wants Smoke Monday? I actually had the privilege of speaking to KJ Britt yep. um, at the Bruce Arians golf event, and he has been in the ear of Jason Light, he said, when he sees him passing through the halls and talking about Smoke Monday and someone who I don't really want, Roger McCreary, but yeah, <laughs> you know, if, if he can give a good um, – a, a good uh, word for Smoke Monday. I think, you know, he'll start off probably on special teams, great special teamer, but I think he lays mm-hmm. the wood, and I think that's yeah. what this secondary is lacking right now. Keanu Neal can do it, but Keanu Neal's got to stay healthy, and he's yeah. not a long-term option. I really like him. Marquise Bell is another guy I think has gone under the radar. Part of that is because of the suspension that he right. had in Maryland that forced them to to move over. Guys, he's there. He's there. <laughs> Do it. He's Do up. it. Get the putter. He's Why not going to get the putter. Get him. Be here, but let's do it. Let's make long lost Glazer happy. Yes. And let's take the punter, Matt Areza from San Diego State. Punt God can kick, can kick off, can kick field goals. This will be the third specialist that Jason Light has drafted after drafting two kickers in Roberto Aguayo and Matt Gay. Hopefully this one will work. Yeah. Um, so right now we're going to kind of go. We already took safety Walker. We took smoke yep. Monday. So right now we can kind of look again. This is a point of the draft where you are just making sure that you are getting your guy without having a battle for him. Um, so we have not taken an interior interior lineman uh, yet. We haven't taken any. <laughs> uh, and it stinks too because Cordell Volson from North Dakota State, one of my little draft crushes. He he was just drafted. Oh boy, there's Skylar Thompson. Skylar Thompson, Kansas State quarterback. No. There you go. Um, Nick Ford is a guy who I've identified as a Bucks uh, as a Bucks fit. He's center. He could play a little bit of guard as well from Utah. And, and one of the the funny things that I thought, uh, not funny, but interesting things I thought that um, Joe Gilbert mentioned when I spoke mm-hmm. to him the other day was that they're looking at there's a bunch of centers in this draft that can play guard as well. So right. they're not looking just at guards, but they're looking at potential centers as well. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah. l- l- let me ask you this. Um, can we see our picks? That's the one thing I'm not crazy about the PFF is do, do they have a rundown of who you've selected so far? They don't uh, do they? If we click our name here, I thought they did, but I, I think they do. I was clicking uh, around too. I couldn't find it. So I'm just saying it's like, I'm trying to remember. We got Traylon Burks in the first, right? We got Cam, Cam Taylor Britt. We took Jelani Woods. We have a cornerback. We have a tight end. Then we, we have took a defensive lineman, Matthew Butler. Butler. Then we took Tyler Alligier. Right. Running back. Smoke Monday, punt God. And now we're on our final picks. Safety here. and punter. Okay. So, so uh, I mean, we could go edge. Uh, Jeremiah Moon is a guy that's from Florida. He, Jeremiah Moon's a fascinating case because he he battled through injuries, but he also battled through position changes. He's played off ball linebacker, defensive lineman, edge rusher. He's played all over the place, and he hasn't really gotten a chance to settle in. He was brought in for the local workouts. I think he'd be good. Someone mentioned. One of my favorite players here, defensive tackle Jordan Jackson from Air Force. Yeah, I think he's a guy that the Bucks could could potentially target. Wait a little bit. There's there's uh, Jatire uh, Carter right there. He's a tackle yes. from Southern. That might be an interesting guy right there. Um, also, uh, Kyron Johnson. Um, I, I don't like KU players. I'm just going to tell you that right now, <laughs> because their mascot is a fictional bird. 
it doesn't even exist. It's like the bastard son of Toucan Sam. Oh my okay, but I will say that that he did have a pretty decent showing at the Senior Bowl. He's an undersized guy; he's like six one two thirty. But if you're looking for a designated pass rusher, you know you probably could do worse. Um, do we want to give him a little teaser. Do we want to give him a little teaser about what tomorrow's article could be about? Uh, we could, yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. I saw a couple guys down there that were interesting, and not just J- Josh Reeves from Kansas State, Austin Allen or Chase Allen from from uh, uh, Nebraska and Iowa State. The thing is, with with the with the tight end position, you might have to double up, JC. Why is that? How many tight ends do they have on their roster? They got two right now, Cam Braid and Cody McElroy. Okay. How old is Cam Braid? Cam Braid is what, 30? He'll be 31 in July. Yeah, 31 okay. in July. And Cody McElroy? He's 29. Hasn't. He's been on the practice floor for years. Hasn't done it yet. And he's not a blocker. He's a receiver. Same thing with Cam Braid. Um, to get potentially another blocker, I mean, this is – this is a roster that a lot of people last year wanted to keep four tight ends on the roster, yeah. uh, potentially, you know. Um, and this could be a position where where Jason decides he wants to double up. Again, we're looking at guys who are going to be potential undrafted free agents here that you want to lock up at 248, yeah. pretty much two, you know, 220 and beyond. You know, there's some there should be some talent in here, but mm-hmm. you're you're locking up guys so you're not bidding for think Austin Allen based on his production based yeah, on his that's the, yeah. big east uh big east right or big 10 he's big 10 but but the thing big with 10. with Austin big Allen he's six he he actually has some good run after catch ability he was the the big 10 tight end of the year he actually was was named that over Jake Ferguson from Wisconsin and uh from um the, uh, the Ohio State kid, uh, Ruckert, right? Uh, so th- this this was, you know, you see his his 2021 uh, statistics, his grade, graded very high by pro football focus. He had 602 yards, two touchdowns. He averaged 15.8 yards per catch. It shows his run after catch ability. I think that, that he also was a good blocker. Um, had one, had one year of production really, and he was a team captain. I, I like him. I think Austin Allen would be a fantastic guy. He's probably tight end four this year, right? If Gronkowski comes back, you have Jelani Woods, you have Cam Brait, but all of a sudden, JC Austin Allen could be tight end number two in 2023 when Gronk's gone and, and figuring Cody McRoy doesn't make the team. And then Cam Brait probably at 31, says sayonara so you could be drafting your tight end one and tight end two here uh, with jelani woods and austin allen and if jelani woods doesn't pan out for some reason at least you got a little bit of backup plan exactly and you also have a guy who's a good blocker as well and you pair those two guys your 12 personnel set we'll take austin allen there double up on the position guys get ready Get ready because that could potentially happen in the draft. Yeah, it could, and especially at tight end. We'll go more into that tomorrow when I can mm-hmm. hear myself. We got a, probably a shit grade here from PFF, but ah, you know. PFF doesn't know anything. So we'll run through a quick one. I know we're up against it. We'll just do a quick one. We're not going to take as much time discussing the the trades. I I want to throw out a, a crazy scenario here, and I want to see your your reaction, Scott, and I want to yeah. see the chat's reaction. Um, so we'll see what we got. C minus grade 
uh, over here. I don't agree with that. Cam Britt yeah. got the B minus, C plus for Jelani Woods. Smoke Monday with a big F, a raise with a B plus. B minus. I was not expecting that. I was expecting a much <laughs> lower grade from them. Yeah. You got an F for Smoke crazy. Monday. Poor yeah. Smoke getting the F. That's terrible. Oh, so I what's think, our, our overall grade? B minus. That's not bad. I was expecting yeah, worse, just like you. Traylon Burks, you, know. you get a cornerback for the future who can play some inside outside for you this year. Jelani Woods, you're picking up a tight end who can play some this year as well. Athletic freak. Matthew Butler can rotate in. Domka Sue's probably coming back anyway, no matter what they do. So you're getting a rotational yeah. defensive tackle. Um you get a guy who can who can be that insurance if Leonard Fournette goes down with injury in a Tyler Alligier smoke Monday, a hard hitting safety insurance for Keanu Neal and can play special teams right away. Yep. You save two point nine million dollars against the cap right before training that's camp. Right. What and that's your emergency money for the season. And Austin Allen most likely bumps off Cody McElroy, could spend time on the practice squad, could spend time on the active roster. You never know. Yep. <laughs> punt god save the draft all right. right let's all right well listen J- jc before we before we we finish up this show with with one more quicker round here of of the, the final bucks mock draft final live bucks mock draft on the peter report podcast we got to hear from our friends at the muni financial and get out to colorado at A Muni Financial, we help you live in the now. Congratulations, we're so happy Thank for you. you. Thank you. And even though the now may feel very different, you still need to plan for the future. How's retirement treating you? Oh, just fantastic. I know I say it all the time, but you really got to come up to Colorado. Let's do it. All right. Yeah. We can help you develop that plan to keep you on track so you can still prepare for tomorrow, today. A Muni Financial. Plan ahead, stay ahead. JC, one, two, three. We got to get to Colorado, Colorado. man. <laughs> got to do it. And Thank listen, you. how do you how do you do that? Well, I mean, you probably call a travel agent, right? Uh, or or go to some of those online booking places and and book your trip. But where are you going to find the money for that? Well, that's where Muni Financial comes in. No, they're not travel agents. They won't help you get to Colorado, but they'll help you get the money to go to Colorado or retire or do whatever you want, or pay for your kids' colleges. It, it, they can do it all, and, and they do that by, by managing your family's wealth. But it means more to Muni Financial than just that. It's, it's more than simply allocating your assets. It's legacy planning, brokerage, and advisory services, retirement accounts, college savings accounts, insurance services, folks that have got over 40 years of experience here in the Tampa Bay area, and they've got customers around the country. So just because you may not be in Tampa doesn't mean that you can't call Immunity Financial like I did at 1-800-868-6864. That's 1-800-868-6864. Or visit immunity.com on the web. No, you can call them, talk to David, talk to Mark, and they're going to help you plan ahead and stay ahead. That's what the folks at Immunity Financial do they've done it for me folks for several years now let immuni work with you to help you plan ahead and stay ahead and of course to get to colorado absolutely speaking of colorado maybe we'll go to take a trip to colorado in this draft or we'll have to see the way that the board falls but yeah. here's what i want to do it's a little bit crazy and the bucks okay. are coming up on the clock here and i don't think it's going to happen but we've got we've got a potential trade here with the New York Giants, and okay. I'm going to scroll down here because we can trade players, 
And I'm going to add Kadarius Tony to this trade. Oh, he's a bad fit for the locker room, though. And I'm oh. going to scroll down and add Tyler Johnson to okay. All right. And I'm going to scroll back up and I'm going to offer them 261. And we're going to see if this trade, it's not accepted. So maybe okay. we throw in a seventh rounder next year and we'll offer the trade again. And then accept it. Oh, okay. So, so the Buccaneers start off with Kadarius Tony. They trade down and they were interested in him last year as well. Right. Him and um, uh, Travis Etienne, the running back, according right. to my sources, Scott, you might know a little bit better or might refute them. But according to my sources, they were yeah. high on both of those guys and would have considered right. both of them at 32 if yep. they were there strictly because they're playmakers with the ball right. in the hand. And Kadarius so Kadarius Tony comes in. And Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Tom Brady straighten him out, and right. he, he gets whipped into shape, and he becomes a playmaking young fast wide receiver for Tampa Bay, giving them four really quality wide receivers when you throw Russell Gage in the mix. Okay, so right off the bat, it's a win for the Buccaneers, right? They got Kadarius Tony, who's a first rounder last year. Okay, and, and right. you reunite him with a certain guy named Kyle Trask. Kyle Trask, that's right. Kyle, so, Kyle will get him on the straight and narrow. He will so, do that. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know what he's going to go for if he's going to be traded, but I, I have to think the Bucks will at least make the phone call. If you yeah. can get him for something like that, you got to do it. I don't think that's going to necessarily happen. Okay. But we're on the clock now at 36. Right. David Ajabo went off the board. Uh, Traylon Burks went off the board at 29. Zion Johnson is gone as well. So yeah. that means we have um, a pick of a few guys. I don't want to move back too much in this draft. Sure. Um, and do like crazy trades. So we'll look at the board and, you know, I think we could, we could take a trip to Texas or we could go to Colorado right here. Kenny Green, get out of here. Daxton Hill. Did I know Lewis someone, seen already off the board. Where did he go? Lewis seen went off the board. Um, assuming to Philadelphia. Oh, Steelers. Oh, wow. 20. Steelers okay. At 20. Yeah. All right. How about Logan Hall? Is he still around? Logan Hall is still around. Yes. I think that might be the pick. Now we can grab your boy Hall. John V says, let's let's look at Hall. Let's let's grab Hall right here. I think this would be a great pick for him. You're trading down. You're getting some value. His ADP is 57. Grabbing him at 36. He's not going to last. ADP I think. is an average drafted position? After, yeah, average drafted position. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so I, we'll I'm him you. Here. I don't know. But. I'm going to focus on this pause button because if there's going to be a trade I want to make, and I'm going to try to see. Let's stop it right around here at Washington. Okay. And let's offer 47 and let's offer 60. Let's offer 91 and 113. It's got a 53% chance to be accepted. Store, I know Jason doesn't like to do it. Let's get crazy. I'd say next year's fifth. Next year's fifth. Add it to this and let's offer this trade. And see what happens. We're dropping back in the. We're moving up, but we're dropping back. Right. They don't okay. want it. They don't want it. So um, maybe offer them next year's fourth. Hold on. Okay. I was gonna go to the next pick. Okay, I don't that's fine. Forty-eight. Sure. Let's screw see Washington. Goes. The yeah, Commodores. Washington. Not dealing with jump. you. We have to drop too far back. I think with the Bears. So Saints are probably not moving moving much with them. Um, right. You know, this is a difficult situation. This is how the board could play out, too. You know, we can offer the Chiefs. We've got a Let's litany of picks. The Chiefs. Yeah. We'll offer 50 and for 121. Let's take off this. This is a move we can make. We're dropping back. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Yeah, but I, th I think we need more from Kansas City. Yeah, try that 103. 
and then let's maybe try a seven next year. 64 chance. Well, well let's, let's try this right here. Yeah. It's accepted. Oh, so let's Thank resume you, the draft. City. And no. now we have to wait three picks to see if we're going to Colorado. Okay. Guys. We're going to Colorado. We're going to, we're going to Colorado. Trey McBride. There he is. Trey McBride. I, Boom. We just went to Colorado and we just on, dropped hold Trey McBride. JC, hold on. Put the, put the pause button on. Hold on here. The Buccaneers have just drafted Logan Hall and Trey McBride, and they got Kadarius Tony. It's already a win. It's already a win. Resume. Resume. Dax Hill. I, I, Gabriel, I get you want Dax Hill, and I get a lot of players, people are interested in Dax Hill as well. The problem with Dax Hill, I think he's more of a slot guy than a, than a true safety. And you brought in Logan Hall, uh, Logan, well, you brought in Logan Hall in this draft, but you also brought in Logan Ryan. And I think who can play a lot of slot as well with SMB. And I know everyone wants SMB yeah. out of here, but I think that creates kind of a log jam. If you're going to draft a player that, I think you're looking at a guy like a Cam Britt Taylor or maybe some of these other cornerbacks that can have inside-outside versatility um, the way SMB was supposed to. Right. Uh, I think that's what you're looking for at that position yep. more so than anything else. So, Three picks well, left, JC. We're on the clock left. here at 103. We're five minutes over our time, so let's power okay. through this. Yep. Khalil Shakir. Uh, no. Yeah. Let, let's look at running back. Let's look at, at, uh, at, at defensive backs. Let's see what we got. We got Dane Belton Dane there. Belton, that's at, interesting. Okay. At, at running at, at um, Rashad uh, White, boy. What the crazy Spiller, too. I mean, yeah. in the fourth round, I doubt it's going to happen, but this is a crazy, you know, doubt it's going to happen. Dream the, the planets align world. Right. I'm Mons- a column. That's interesting right there. I'm a column. Colby Bryant um, is there. My guy, Jalen Watson. I know we're both pretty high on Jalen Watson. Yep. I believe you are, right? Yeah. Um. Somewhat. Yeah. Uh, a Caleb Evans, a guy that I've been on the board since Bucks be- uh, Battle Plan came out. Yeah. Dame Belton. I'm looking at this. I'm looking at Dame Belton. I'm looking at Zion McCollum, and I'm looking at at Isaiah Spiller right here, guys. I yeah. don't know about you. I don't know what you guys are thinking. I think Isaiah Spiller would be a top notch pick. Let's go with Isaiah. You guys want to go crazy? Some people want Zion though. I think I see Zion going in there a few times. Um. Give him, give him smoke Monday. <laughs> you know, you know, let's Not just yet. do it. Real quick. All right. All right. Let's look to trade back. Let's see if we can pick up a fifth rounder here. Okay. How far are we trading back? We're trading back 10 spots. Mm, that's tough. I, th- I think Spiller will still be there, though. I think Zion could still uh, be see there. See if we can get something else. See if we can get a seventh. See if we can get two, 230 or 240. We got 240. Let's see if we can get 230. Shit. Let's see if we can get 230. Yeah, we get there you go. All right, there you go. Let's go. Let's offer this trade. Let's resume okay. the draft. Right. Let's, let's see if Spiller will still be there. Amir White, Fortner, Zion McCollum went. Jeremy Ruckett went. Deesh went. Dane Belton went. But we got Spiller, guys. We got we got Isaiah Spiller here. Look at that. Look at that. This draft is yep. over. There you go. The Bucks. Can you guys say move over, Jason Light? Get out of the way. <laughs> you guys, you guys say Super pretty Bowl. Good. Because, like, that's what's happened. JC yeah. doesn't want to stick with the pick at all, ever. <laughs> Eternal mock. Draft. I don't know if Tom Brady smokes. I don't know if he smokes a cigar, but he probably will be tonight after this draft. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I mean, you it's want to double up and get paid out in this early? I mean, uh, let's look at corners, though, right here. Yeah. Um, we got four picks left. 
Right. Let's look at interior. Let's look at interior line. Sure. No one that I'm over the moon about yep. at this point. Um, and then let's look at cornerback. Kobe Bryant's there. Jalen Watson's there. Caleb Evans. So we've got three quality cornerbacks there that all could fit the Bucks system. Yep. And safety. Don't worry, folks. We're going to get smoke Monday. We just know where smoke's going to be because smoke's going to be there. Right. If we take him higher than the seventh round. We're going to get an F anyway, so it didn't matter. Exactly. Um, so we don't want to. Um, yeah, we don't want to trade. We're going to stick and pick. I mean, we right. got four picks to go here. So you want to take a corner? Let's take a look at Let's take a look at Edge. Oh yes, let's Edge. At, let's look at Edge. Too. See what we got going on here for Edge. I see. I'm not a huge Edge draft guy this year for the Bucks. I think okay. there's very slim. You got you. You get yours, Ariki, who's an interesting player. Um, how about linebacker? Let's check. Let's check out like traditional linebacker. Let's look for maybe a Levante David. Replacement, eventual replacement, heir apparent, whatever you want to call it, linebacker. There we go. Damone Clark is Ooh, interesting. It's really interesting. Boy, he is a hell of a player, man. And he's a hell know, of a you, player. You don't need him to play this year. I know he's That's coming right. up serious injury. Yep. Um, he, he's really good. He's really good. Again, and the thing is, is, is he did have a spinal fusion surgery. That sounds awful. It's just for a herniated disc. So he'll be back next year. Right, and that's when you're gonna need them. You know, yep. that's when you're really gonna need them. Um, yeah, you look at you look at his draft board. Could be 50 spots higher if not for a spinal fusion. Yep. I think I, I think it's a steal because listen, if if you're Jason Light, you've already won the draft. You've got Spiller, you've got McBride, you've got Logan Hall. I think you pull the trigger on Demone Clark right here, and you get it. you get a, a really a day two player here on day three. So. Exactly. Yeah, I th I think you're. You know, yep. absolutely correct here. It, it, he shouldn't be on the board. Correct. Uh, and he wouldn't be. He'd be a second-round pick, I think, in any other. Yeah, <laughs> long-lost yeah, player. They're right. You're right, man. They love their LSU linebackers. 2017, 2019, 2022. Yep. I mean, you got to make a case because they usually all pan out. And if they don't pan out, it's usually due to injury or, or some firelight for SR, right? <laughs> I'm okay with that. Let's I see. like Jason, but I mean, get out I'll the way, see. right? Let's see if our guy is here. He might have been drafted. He's not at 189. Cool. Bring the smoke. Smoke Who Monday. Smoke? Bring the go. smoke. Smoke Monday. We got two picks yep. up, and let's see what we can do with them. I mean, this is the point right now where we're going to be getting guys with, you know, possible practice squad potential. Maybe you never know. I mean, you look at what you found last year with Mister Irrelevant. That's of right. Teams guy, Grant Stewart, guy with great hair and great special teams ability, and just a great person off the field. He's got he a is. great, great charity that he that he works with and that that he created actually. So, yep. yeah, I think you know Josh Williams is interesting here. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that is well, that's a really interesting pick, Josh. Whoa, there's the punter too. Look, there's the punter. Oh, where is it? It's you. You go up, go up. There it is, right there. Let's go full, full yeah. crazy. Let's go full Let's crazy. Give the fans what they want, the punter. I love how I forget that I have the ESPN shine like halfway yeah. through the draft, and then I stop. Yeah. It's like a little day three gimmick that you bring out, JC. I love it. <laughs> exactly, right? All right. All right, we got one more pick left. Let's see what's on the board. Um, My future son thanks you all. You're welcome, Gabriel's future son. <laughs> uh, yeah, LSU linebackers and Auburn DBs. Josh yeah. Williams is still He's there. Still there. That's a steal. That's a steal. Then oh, you're talking special teamer. You're talking, uh, you know, potential cornerback. 
depth here. Fayetteville State Broncos, sure, why not? Seventh round, take a flyer. Next three, one ninety-five. You yep. know, why not? The length at the the age twenty-two. You know who I also like? Do you have any Josh stats Williams? on Williams? Let's look at bring up his stats real quick. Let's. Yeah. Did he? I, did I do like have Josh, stats? Josh Sills out of Oklahoma State though as a potential fit for them in that okay. undrafted free agency market. Um, guard out of Oklahoma State. It fits the bill uh, of okay. what they tend to look for. So let's check the stats here. I think this is going to, I mean, 6'3", 195. Let's check the stats here. Let's check the analysis. Nothing. No stats. Nothing. He did not register a single stat. But he's 6'3", 195. So we're taking him. Fayetteville this State is, Broncos. This, Hell yeah. This, this looks like a quote from uh, John Madden. Now, here's a guy. <laughs> right, exactly. Here's a guy yeah. who's 6'3". PFF, the draft's tomorrow. You might want to finish your uh, your draft You're previews, right? Here, right? right? Yeah. Uh, guys, so, okay. I, oh, sorry. Chime. <laughs> there we go. I think this is Max Borgie is interesting, but I, I don't know. Bucks don't like him. I like him, but the Bucks don't. Right. Grading our draft. Stay in your seat, everybody. I, I'm on. staying in this seat. Hold on to something. Oh, hold on. Oh, oh my God. We got a D for the Logan uh, Hall pick. I don't appreciate yes. the Logan Hall C pick. Plus the trade. They didn't even give us a trade for this one. They're like, right. yeah, we're not even. C minus for Trey McBride. Uh, C minus C for, minus for Steve first Spiller. This is going to be a wow. bad. Bad draft. The, the punters, the punters yeah. bring it. Joshua Williams. Joshua. They love the seventh round. The seventh hey. round steals. See, okay. we got to see, see right. great. But if this happened, it won't. Don't yeah. get excited, guys. Nothing yeah. like this could. Well, I mean, these two picks could happen. Logan Hall, Trey McBride, and the trade yeah. down and the trade up. I think if you see the Bucks trade up, um, you know, if they trade down, I can see them trading up for Trey McBride to get their hands right. on him and then maybe move off from, you know, whatever pick, however they make the trade and move back and try to gain a middle round pick yeah. but um, that they traded to move up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, Smoke Monday, realistic. I think, you know, Joshua Williams is potentially realistic. Smoke Monday, Trey McBride, Logan Hall, where they're at. Isaiah no. Spiller shouldn't call it. I like it. I mean, I I think we're we're better drafting than Jason Light is, right? I think <laughs> that's the case. I think we proved that I mean, tonight. I mean, they fleeced the Patriots out of Shaq Mason. Yeah. Uh, so right. why can't they fleece them out? Fleece the Giants out of Kadarius Tony? Why not? Uh, you know, so hey, I mean, you know, we'll they get Jason Pierre Paul from the Giants for a third round pick, right? So right, right. You know, so okay. Trades. Gabriel says, Scott, make me a promise. If we draft Smoke Monday, you got to buy Cuban cigars for the whole staff. Done deal. Done deal. That's and Matt Matera will flip this if Smoke Monday gets drafted by the Bucks. So we will have this on record. We'll put this on social media. So I, I am down for some Cuban cigars for the PR staff if they draft Smoke Monday. We'll have those ready at One Buck Place on, we'll uh, we'll on, on Saturday. Yeah. We can't let them up inside the building though, because yeah. they'll set off the smoke alarms and ruin all the computers and stuff with I'm all sure, the water. What about Bruce? I'm sure Bruce does. We'll just have to go up to the war room with Bruce and smoke him up there, I guess, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. He probably uh, dismantled like the smoke detector in his, <laughs> his room. <so. laughs> exactly. It'll be a double, it'll be a double celebration, right? We'll we'll smoke cigars for smoke Monday and we'll yeah. salute the great John Ledyard as well in this in yep. the same time. No doubt. L listen, folks, we've given you some overtime here on the final Peter Report podcast before oh. our draft show. And do you know why we did that? Because, damn it, you deserve it. That's why. Because you're the best Buccaneer fans out there, the ones that, that visit PeterReport.com, the ones that follow us on social media, at PeterReport on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And you're the ones that 
that also do the cool thing we like that you do here, which is subscribe to Pewter Report TV on our YouTube channel. Hit the like button on our videos. That boosts our numbers in the algorithm and puts us in front of more Buccaneer fans that are cool or maybe not as cool, but, but pretty <laughs> darn cool, just like you. And we, we appreciate that. Folks, the, the big stuff happens starting tomorrow. Uh, that, that's where we do the, the draft show. And that's going to be live from the Advent Health Training Center. Uh, we're going to have uh, uh, a full gambit of, of people on the podcast over the next three days. The whole Peter Report staff will be taken apart. Presented, of course, by B4 Brady's Good Food, Good Sports. And that's starting tomorrow night at 7 p.m. here on Peter Report TV on our YouTube channel. And then, of course, Friday night, 6 o'clock p.m. start. And that's for day two, rounds two and three. And then, of course, we finish things off on Saturday with the marathon session going all the way through to Ooh. Mr. Irrelevance. The Bucks had one last year in Grant Stewart. But rounds four through seven on Saturday, April 30th, starting at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Just want to get thank you, Gabe Kepler. Uh, Kebler for you know participating in the mock today for being a, a great you know avid listener viewer reader and for the super chat 499 super chat thank you thank so you very much just for being the best out there been reading every article for years keep up the great work for lifelong bucks fans like myself and that's the goal here is to give you guys the best content we can and we're just happy that you guys are enjoying everything we, we're putting yep. out be sure that you br you bring the super chats tomorrow night friday night saturday night um yes. we need to raise money for john's u-haul Pennsylvania, so um, all of the money will go towards John's U-Haul rental uh, as he packs up and heads back to Pennsylvania to start a great life outside of of uh, sports media. We wish him well. Well, you'll see him for the next three nights, uh, well, days and nights, and so that's the good thing. And of course, John will be making some appearances from time to time on the Report podcast. He's part of our alumni, part of the family. He's not going away. He's no. just moving away. Right. We're not letting him get away that easy. So that's right. Um, but guys, thank you for tuning in. We went overtime for you. We're going to do more you. than more than overtime tomorrow too. having a yep. lot of fun breaking down these draft pick pick by pick until the bucks come on the clock. So for Scott Reynolds, for myself, JC Allen, thanks again for tuning in to the pewter report podcast. Out. Out. Happy draft Eve. <laughs>